Welcome to the Mollies and Mollies Podcast. I am Michael Falvey, joined by Brad, Suede Boggs, Eldridge. And we got a great show for you today. This is episode four. This is a BMW. Uh, Brad, you, you want to get into it for us? Yeah, let's start talking about um, this past weekend. Yeah, let's go I'm, for it. Which I'm still recovering from. But <laughs> Me too. That's another... Uh, that's another thing to talk about. Uh, earlier this week, uh, Michael and I played, participated in uh, Four for Frontline, so wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Frontline Foods Rhode Island to play in a golf tournament, which raised money for local restaurants in the Rhode Island area. And uh, awesome day. We had a blast. Uh, really good turnout. Raised nearly 20000 just for, for that charity alone. And um, one of the best public courses in Rhode Island. By far. Newport National. By far. Newport National. Great Great track over there. Um, the wind picks up as the day goes on. So that's kind of like what I was thinking about. I was like, if we started on the back nine, we would have had a better chance because the front nine's easier with the wind. But no excuses. Almost one came in third, shot uh, one behind the leader. And uh, I think just if we had a few uh, few putts that actually fell, would have been a, a better day. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, if we actually, if our other two guys there actually played a little bit better with their irons, we would have won, but we're not going to place any blame on them this week. <laughs> too too many long putts, but, yeah. you know, we it was fun. It was it was a blast, and we really we were glad that we could help out and provide uh, support to the local uh, restaurants of Rhode Island. But that gets us into this week, and we got to recap the T, TPC Boston. Man, the scores were unbelievable last week. I could not believe how many guys were under par. It was something they said, something like over 25 guys shot under uh, or under, how would you say that, below 12, yeah. 10 under? Yeah, <laughs> below 10. That yeah. was, it was, everyone was on fire. I think just the conditions of the course. Um, and I thought about it too. It's 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 not that hard of a course if the wind's not blowing. And you've said that before. It's not. Um, so if it wasn't, the conditions were pretty easy. Apparently, they weren't easy enough for for my boy Rory, though. But we'll yeah. talk about that later. <laughs> uh, so on day two, Scotty uh, Scheffler goes out, shoots fifty nine, twelve hundred, which is unbelievable. And DJ comes right behind him, Swade, and goes uh, eleven under through eleven, just eating up birdies, kind of like me eating WAP. <laughs> You know, that wings and pizza stuff. Om, nom, <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but the scores were just rolling. And then for him to shoot 60, and just really, he just played unbelievable. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler. Oh, I'm going to shoot a 59. And DJ's like, hold my beer. <laughs> I'm going to come out here and shoot real quick. Yeah. Minus 30, which is actually the second lowest uh, score in a, in a four-day in, in professional golf. Um, Webb Web Simpson played well enough where he decided he didn't have to play at the BMW, get some rest. So, Webb Simpson, I still see you. You're still my boy, holding out for Eastlake. But one thing we did want to talk about is a lot of people call, uh, emailed or texted us saying, like, is it too easy for the pros out there? And I don't I don't think that it is. I think if the wind was blown at TBC, this would be a completely different story. Yeah, it it's fun, though. To, it's, it's different, but it's fun to see low scores, obviously. Correct. You don't always want to see people struggling Correct. like they are this week. So I thought it was kind of cool to see in easier conditions who could show up. And Rory even said it himself. He was like, I'm not your guy to go minus 30, yeah. but I'm your guy to struggle and win a golf tournament at Correct. minus two or minus three. Yeah. And to be um, fair to TPC Norn, it was held about, few, about a month earlier than it was supposed to be. It's only a Labor Day where it would have dried out, been a little quicker. And also you would have seen those wins, especially being in uh, New England, us living around here. We understand that, that those three or four weeks could make a difference in how a golf course plays. Absolutely. Absolutely. It firms up. It's it's different. Um, fall golf, obviously, is, is the best time of year up here. So. Yep. 
So um, now we'll get in to see how our picks did. We're going to let Brad go first. Oh, Charlie, I'm hot today. Yeah, not the best week for me. Um, I Rory was right on, though. He's looking good. <laughs> wrong, <laughs> wrong week, big guy. Wrong week. Jeez. Um, he even said afterwards, he was like, you know, I... I'm not really that motivated. And I'm like, why isn't this guy motivated? And I looked it up. I think he's made over $40 million in the past two years just by winning winnings and uh, FedEx mm-hmm. Cup. Not that, that's not, motiva- not that that's not motivating to keep going, but that's pretty crazy. Um, one, one shot he had, I think he hit the ball backwards into the pond off a hill. He was like right by the green and tried to do a chop shot. And I was like, oh, that looks, that looks pretty similar to what I see on the golf I know, course. I know the commentator said, <laughs> it definitely looks similar, but I know the commentator said that if he wasn't shitty or playing bad, he wouldn't have taken on that shot, though. Right. Yeah, yeah he was just he was that, going for it. He, yeah, he had a couple doubles uh, in, in within three holes. He had like two double bogeys. Um, M shot a 75 on the first day. <laughs> so <laughs> he was hung over or something. Uh, my Straka, who I thought was going to show up big and just, you know, let the big dog eat, missed the cut, you know. <laughs> Austria. God, I think he was out of his place in Boston. Bad day, mate. Yeah, bad day, mate. Uh, Casey played well at minus seven on the week, which would have been pretty solid most weeks, but obviously this And I don't think you can get mad at that. I don't think he has much more in the bag, to be fair. Yeah, I mean... Think about it. I mean, he he actually... He had one day where he kind of struggled, and then he came back and he was really strong, but didn't make as many putts... um, on the on the final two days so he was so so minus seven is pretty good you know it's not minus 30 but it's minus seven fowler um fowler continuously i think gets better every week and he did it in the northern trust too he shot a 67 the first day so he's at the leaderboard and then he was so so going out he 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 ended up like minus seven or something but he needed a big week in order to get and get so he must have been pressing the whole time he was pressing he was trying to make you know Crazy, you know, crazy putts, crazy shots, and they just you're seeing guys shoot. You're seeing guys shoot 61, 62, 63. Right. right, but after the FedEx is over, I think we'll see him again. Well, yeah, yeah. U.S. Open is coming. You know, maybe maybe make some big noise at uh, the U.S. Open. Finau missed the cut, which was shocking. I don't know what happened to him. It was like he's like almost like it's the only wedding he missed all year. Yeah, it's the only wedding he missed all year. But he's top ten every time. Yeah, and then he just had this long bending hangover. <laughs> um, and just you know couldn't the, get couldn't get out of bed in the, the Sunday Trust. shakes. <laughs> he did, uh, and that brings us to my picks. Uh, I will. I could not have got any worse. I'm telling you, maybe people should just do with the opposite of what I'm saying to do. Uh, I got Jason Day <laughs> missed the cut. Must have been a little too far from sea level. Getting a little dizzy up <laughs> yep. there. Got Tom Lewis missed the cut. He's officially returning to the name Joe Blow that we gave him in episode <laughs> one. Tony Finau missed the cut. Again, like we talked about, complete shock. I really thought the course was set up for him to do well, but I guess not. No. And we got Sun Jung Im. I guess he uh, found out how great Chow Dan Lobster was because he didn't look too focused. <laughs> Must have had too much in the belly to uh, get those baby fades on the pin. Uh, but my two good picks this week were Bubba Watson. He played great, 12 under. Could not have been happier about that pick. And then John Rahm at 16 under. Can't really complain. One thing I will take away from that is that do not ma- do not listen to Poodle. Only listen to his wife, Jim. <laughs> Apparently so on that. Minus 16 and, you, and you're like, you know, 
Yeah. 14 shots off the lead. And he's 12th. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. Oh, man. So that brings us out. Uh, that kind of wraps up TPC uh, Boston for us or the Northern Trust. Brad, any, any other comments you'd like to share? No, no, I'm excited to go into the next uh, the next couple of weeks here down the stretch. Who's going to really show up for the final FedEx? Um, so that brings FedEx us to the stretch. BMW Championship. The BMW is played in Olympia Fields, which is about 30 miles outside of Chicago. Just to remind everyone that this is the second to last event in the FedEx Cup Championship. So this week there are 70 guys there. And after this week, there'll be 30 guys going to Eastlake. Um, Brad, you got any, let's talk about this thing. Mm-hmm. So the way we're going to do it this week is that we're going to tell you what our picks are. And then we're going to sh- uh, kind of share how they were doing. So, Brad, you want to start that off? Yeah, this will be good because we already got people playing golf or watching it right now sitting here, so it's fun. Um, this tournament is the opposite of last tournament, obviously. Correct. Um, they're saying that the that it's like a U.S. Open already, so it would be mm-hmm. good practice. Um, Fairways are 27 feet or yep. yards wide, and the, yep. inch, uh, the rough is about five inches thick, which is ridiculous. Five inches thick, even next to the green, so that's not even, you know on the fairway rough. Um, so it's, it's, it's tough. You're seeing people chop at balls and they're going, you know, 10 feet, 15 feet in front of them in the fairway. Um, so very different. Also um, huge wind this week, uh, especially the first two days, there was wind of 25 to 40 miles an hour. Yep, exactly. Best shot of the week so far. Yeah. Let's hear this one. Hovland. <laughs> okay. Driver right. off the deck. On the par five, fifteenth hole, yeah. hit it like three hundred and fifteen in with like a th- it had like a thirty footer, thirty footer. It was amazing, unbelievable. I unbelievable. I can't even hit my driver off the tee. Imagine it hit off the deck three fifteen <laughs> next to the hole. <laughs> that's uh, oh my god. That's why they're professionals. Uh, wind's going to be down though uh, today. Uh, yep. And the, the storm went, th- you know, the remnants of the storm went through everything. And, and you know, the the greens might be slower. There was some rain. Um, the ball will hold a little more. Yeah, um, I think guys are going to make runs over the weekend. I think yeah. it's going to be very interesting to watch. I think you're going to see people besides uh, Mark Leishman. I think everyone is, has a chance if they put in a, <laughs> if they, they put in a good run. We'll get into Mark later. But yep. Mark Leishman's not doing so good, but it's a we- it's a weird time because even Tiger was minus not, uh, plus nine, mm-hmm. and he's already moving. So it's it's moving day for sure, um, and I think people will be able to make putts today. Yep. So we'll talk about. So I'll go into my picks who I had this week. I had Patrick Cantlay, obviously great ball striking. The reason why I picked him. For those of you guys who don't believe us, we did post these on our Instagram page on Wednesday, so this is not us just picking these guys now. Uh, he's currently in first place, so come on, let's go, Cantlay. And I got Cameron Champ, the guy walking the rocking the black and white shoes, mm-hmm. Nikes. Uh, he's not doing too hot, but you know what? He's a good pick, I thought. We got uh, DeChambeau, was tied for 13th currently. I think he's going to get in the mix. With the wind coming down, I think he'll be able to... Take some go with some pins. It'll be interesting to see how he does the rest of the week. Then I got Russell Henley. He's tied for 13th, plus three. Again, like I said, plenty of golf. I picked Marshall Liebman, uh, dead last, dead weight. I thought he'd be all right. I th- he hits the ball pretty straight, controlled. for the. I thought the big Aussie was going to be there. However, the win was just way too tough for him. 
And then Louis Austin's in the in the mix. He needs to finish in the top three in order to make the FedEx Cup playoffs or uh, go to Eastlake. And he's currently fifth. So I'm really excited with that pick. That is a good pick. Uh, my picks were uh, it, uh, Hatton was my first pick off the top, which he's playing. You know, it's funny. He's plus three, but he's only a few shots back. He'll be in the mix. Uh, shot even par yesterday in tough conditions, so I think he'll play better today if he shows up at the same type of game. Instead of even, that might be minus three or four if yeah. he can play well. Um, M is just sucking. I don't know what he's doing. He's taking a nap on the turn, <laughs> if I would say. <laughs> he should just curl up. <laughs> just close your eyes, bro. Uh, DJ also. like This was the first week that I've picked a big-name guy, yeah. like a top three guy. Besides just, McElroy last week? Well, yes, but even McElroy last week was... Um, he was 10th in the FedEx Cup. And yeah, and, 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 and for the money-wise in DraftKings, he was like 5th or 6th. So mm-hmm. DJ obviously is top 2, top 3. Um, but I picked him because I think he's one of the only guys on the tour that can go back-to-back a lot. Yeah. When he's hot, he's hot. So I'm going to pick him, and I and, and we'll see what he does this weekend, but he's only one shot back or, or whatever. He's in third place. He tees off at 145 today. Uh, Coke Rack. Picked Coke Rack. Love that name, by the way. Uh, you think he's going to be rolling up any dollar bills this week? Or? Oh, yeah, I don't think he's going to win too much money, but it doesn't mean he's not rolling up some bills. <laughs> <laughs> he's plus five also, so, you know, close. You know, he's not he's not in the top. Uh, he's not in the top ten, but he'll be he'll be close if he can if yep. he can score well today. Mark Leishman, I don't know why we both picked him, but he's in dead last. Um <laughs> he's teeing off at eight. He teed off at eight ten this morning, and I, and I was thinking in my head, I was like, maybe he'll pull a Wesley Bryan and try to do the fastest There's tour round ever. No way, dude! It's the heaviest guy on tour. <laughs> One hour and twenty eight minutes. But well, maybe he can break the record for heaviest guy fastest round. What's that? I don't know, but yeah, he'll, well, he'll he'll be out of breath by putting the ball on the tee probably today. Yeah. He's probably so hungover. Kind of like Dan Graves out there, you know, watching Danny Graves play. <laughs> Danny Graves getting a little dizzy. That's why you got to get those big tees. I know, he's going to get the martini tees. The martini tees. That's yeah. what Leishman's in off martini tees. Yeah. Uh, and then Gary Woodland's in the mix at plus five. Rock he, Chalk Jayhawk. He could do it. Um, it's anyone's game today if he's scoring well. And, and it's and he'll move. I think he'll move up um, today as well. So those are my picks. Yeah. So obviously we're going to be rooting for these guys this time. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of nice this time because now we get to kind of – we kind of know what the mix is. What are your predict- uh, predictions for round three and four? You think um, Roy's going to hold it off? You think Dustin's going to catch him? What are, What are your uh, – if you had to put some money on someone for the weekend, who would that be? Yeah, I like I like Roy DJ battling to the end. You do, and it would be an awesome story. Although I'm, you know, I'm always a I'm always a dreamer. Yep, always a dreamer. Um, but it's not crazy to say that Tiger won't go minus six today. And if the wind, if the wind, it's not supposed to, but if it does come back a little bit, it could put him right in, right in there. Yep. And Tiger Morikawa early on are the only two players under par on us on Saturday. Um, and Tiger needs a top t- top five to get into next week. He needs he needs to play well. Yeah, he needs a top five. And I, you know, everyone wants to see Tiger play, so I do think he'll I do think he'll climb today. Okay, and finish strong in red and black like he always does. Okay, I think I think Cantlay's going to be there. I'm not. He hit the ball better than anyone else this week so far. And he's one thing is that Roy's doing it well because he was driving well, but Cantlay's striking the ball well. So with the wind coming down, I think Cantlay's going to be right in the mix as well. I'm trying to look. I, 
there's a lot of guys at plus five who are not out of it. I'd, it'd be interesting to see who kind of makes a charge. You know, like your boy Woodland sitting there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I really like Ustazen sitting sitting there. And then at plus three, you got Deschamps. And again, if he can drive the ball with no wind, I think he, he could overtake Rory and uh, and DJ at the end. Yep. What about, like, Matsuyama looked really good the first day, and then he had uh, 73 yesterday. We're talking about taking naps. I take a nap in his backswing. Oh, God. Oh, so Craziest cool. backswing ever. Um, he's still there, though. He's playing good. Yep. He's hitting putts. He'll be there. Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel's on a little run right now. Yeah, he's been playing great. It's because he does um, those CBD commercials. Yep. It's it's a fun leaderboard, and it always is in the FedEx because it's obviously the best players in golf make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're looking at Bubba Watson's up there too, Adam Scott. Um, it'll be a fun fun weekend. So if I'm placing money on somebody, Brad, I'm going with I'm putting my big money on Cantlay, and I'm putting okay. my money on DeChambeau, my sleeper, the guy to make a run uh, for the weekend. I like that. I'm gonna go with DJ back to back. You're going DJ back to back. Yep. I think it'll be close. I think it'll obviously be close because there's 13 people within two strokes right now. Yeah, fantastic. but um, today and tomorrow will 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 I think open it up a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Again, and that's our show for this week. Uh, just to recap, we're um, we're excited to see what's going to happen at the BMW this weekend. Next week they go to East Lake, and we're so excited to see who's going to finish uh, at top of the FedEx playoffs. Again, just so you guys know, next week, whoever is in the lead will start at negative 10, and the other guys will start at negative 9, negative 8, so on and so on. So it'll be very interesting to see how picks work and the odds on on that whole outcome. So thank you for joining the Muggies and Buggies podcast. We can't wait to see you, and look forward to next week. What if it's... Da-da-da, uh, uh, da-da-da, uh, uh, down, 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 da-da-da.